This week our journey starts from Independence and later we venture through Gaia, not to be confused with Hyrule. It's time to insert those tokens. Hello and welcome to Insert Token to Play. I'm John, sitting here with my typical favorite player too, my little brother James. How you doing, Jimbo? Oh, I'm great. Excited for people to finally hear how great we are at talking about video games, right? Yeah, well, we basically do this all the time anyways, and we're already playing the games, so might as well put it out there and see what people think. Yeah, now we just have an excuse when our spouses ask, why are you playing games? We have to. Right, gotta do it for the podcast. <laughs> people care, so... <laughs> But anyway, let's let's take our time and, and dig right into our, our games that we're playing. First one that we are venturing, we are starting a journey just like people of old. We are going through the Oregon Trail. This is developed by Gameloft, well known for a, a lot of games that they've created, both mobile and otherwise. Um, so they described their take on the Oregon Trail as a modern twist on the trails, trials and tribulations of the road to Oregon. Players are immersed in 12 exhilarating journeys, ranging from the historically accurate to completely wild. So I have to ask, are you young enough to have the Mac Lab Oregon Trail yes. experience? Yes, and I swear this is like what feels like my introduction to video games was was that true experience because mm. i always remembered going to that mac lab and we all had to fight over the floppy disk of who got to play what and everyone always wanted the oregon trail i was curious if a you had it and if it was the floppy disk or the hard disk yeah because it was number munchers or Oregon Trail. Oh my gosh, I forgot about number munchers. But here is the true question, because I feel like you could actually have a personality test to this, and I liked how they put a twist to this in the game, which I'll mention later. Who did you start with? What was the type that you would start with? Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can even remember back then of, of who I would always pick to start with. I know who I, how I was drawn to immediately in this one, but yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you from back then. Who did you start with? I would always do the banker. The banker. I thought that if I had enough money, I could just buy my way through all the stuff. But, of course, as soon as you had to fix something, you were in trouble. But I know for me, like, when the game first started, when I brought up the game the first time, um, and it kind of got into the intro, I was like, oh, we don't get to pick people. And I wasn't, I was like, Ugh. but then once you actually got into the game, you got to pick your whole party. Everyone was different. It was a little random. And not only were they types, but they were charismatic and athletic and, you know, all that stuff. And it like, to me, I kind of like thought that was a really cool twist. Yeah, I agree. Now that you say it, I remember I always picked the hunter because oh. I was always like, oh, I'm just going to have to hunt and never have to worry about finding food, not realizing like flour was something relevant too <laughs> right uh, whatever there was something where you could like harden the flour in the game and yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, but but to your point, I loved picking the party. Um, I, I think one of the cool things you say is the traits. Like, so you kind of had an idea of who you were picking, so you could kind of mix and match and try to to cover a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I realized that a little too late because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the first two characters I picked, I picked both because they had um, they were described as charming. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to be able to haggle all my way through this, mm-hmm. not realizing why did I pick two of the same person right exactly i mentioned athletic and the reason why that stood out to me is for some reason i kept having those like quick response button actions where like something was falling you had to quick and it's like because you're athletic you survived oh and then also like when i got kind of to the end we'll say after half my party left me two of my people both had broken legs and we still walked for days and I think it was because they were athletic that they could handle it, but mm-hmm. but that and then the charming, because like you said, the haggling, because yep. it got to the point where I spent too much money, too quick, and I had to basically haggle to get anything. Gotcha. Yeah, my first two were charming. They had like the, the least um, value in terms of um, whatever it was to charm the people. The other two actually ended up being like perfect sixes right out of the gate. I'm like, how do I have all of this? Right. Like, I'm getting anything I want basically whenever, except for the really stout people who are like, here's two coffee, give me 600 pelts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, okay, you're not happening. So, mm-hmm. oh. I also really related to the game because. Uh, just like people in the game, whenever I'm exhausted, you just throw coffee at it. So that, I, I really laughed once I figured out that uh, mechanism. Um, but yeah, I like the hunting was good. That was fun. I yeah. will say that I first tried it on my Apple TV with just the remote, and it was kind of a struggle. Oh gosh, that sounds rough. Yeah, it was like really hard to navigate. But then on the phone in my iPad, like it was so easy, and it got so smooth after that. And then the hunting, like I said, it was fun, and you kind of figured out, like, if you waited a little bit, the bigger animals come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mostly played on my Mac Mini, and it was really easy to wander around and hunt. I felt in, in real good control, and I, I still missed a couple of shots while hunting, even a couple of the bison. I'm like, how do I miss that big, fat bison? Right. <laughs> but but there it went, so. So how did your people die? Oh, um, because that's always, you know, that's such a big part of the game. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was terrible. So I, I told you my party was very similar. So I, I picked, um, I can't remember, it was um, some sort of grandma who was very charming. I picked um, Hattie, who looked like a cowgirl. I had Lucian, who was um, a, a missionary. And then I had Billy, who was a banker. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucian was my first to die, and he was the only one who had medical skills better than one. Oh, okay. So anytime someone got hurt, I'm like, it has to be Lucian. He was the last one I figured out the medical skills for, of course, too. Because I'm right. like, the cowgirl probably has an idea. No, she she had nothing for me. <laughs> um, so Lucian ended up dying. Oh, gosh. I don't... So he got bit by a snake. Someone tried to give him medical treatment and made it worse. Oh, and good. so he died. Um, Hattie died of dysentery. Of course. Um, Someone has to. Oh, I know. And she infected my first lady with dysentery as well, who also died of dysentery. And Billy made it to the end. Oh, really? Oh, the, the, I was I was in total disbelief because I was I was like at end of leg five or the start of leg six when I finally lost Hattie 
um, and my other lady, and Hattie was my all-star. Like, I was building her up. She was the one who wasn't losing life. She had a lot of stamina always. She could hunt. She had perfect wayfinding. The only thing she couldn't do is, like, if anyone got hurt, she was like, mm-mm, not right. my thing. No blood. So I kept getting lost, and Hattie, I'm like, Hattie has a six wayfinding. She's going to get me back where I am. It doesn't matter. So when she went, I'm like, there's no way. Right. There's absolutely no way. So I learned something really good because Billy was definitely walking on like a broken leg and a broken arm the whole time. Like he got rolled over by the cart. And then yeah. I was two days away from the broken leg being fixed and he got rolled over by the cart again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, so I didn't realize if you slow your wagon down from um, strenuous to whichever one is before that, yeah. you actually can gain stamina back. Whereas if you go on the really fast mode, it'll start taking stamina away from you. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. A steady, I think, was the, the, the slower pace. And so I slowed it down, and I'm like, he only has two stamina bars. So if anything happened, I was I was in trouble. So he kept getting exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then the steady thing would get it back, and he'd stop being exhausted. I'm like, well, of course he's exhausted. He's walking through all these mountains on a broken, broken leg. Right. Huh. <laughs> One oxen left. I was like, I wish they would have told us that. Yeah, I didn't try. I I messed with the portions because, like, I literally went from, like, no food to, like, too much food because, again, half my party, like, you talk about all your people dying. Two of my people just left. They just left. They just got, like, I for whatever reason, like, they just kind of left. You know, it's the, I forgot what the morale. No. Like, they just, they were gone. Like, they had an argument and I must have hit the wrong answer because they were gone. Oops. So I was down to two people and I was like, I probably don't need to... I can probably up my portions thinking that would help with their stamina and other stuff. But I sadly did not make it. I had kind of the same thing. Like, I got down to the one person because of the two that didn't leave. One got bitten by a rattlesnake, which was probably my fault because it was like, hey, there's a rattle here. And I was like, ah, go check it out. You'll get something, right? But like you, you had the one person who was your stud. So I sent the other person to go look at the rattlesnake. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I did not make it because the wag the bag it like just fell on her. Oh, that's unfortunate. It was really weird. But um, I sent you the tombstone that I got, yes, which I thought was super funny with the randomizing the tombstones because it was uh, uh, she passed with the love of bacon. Oh yes. <laughs> so I thought that was really clever. But no, I mean I really enjoyed it. Um, there were just so many nice like touches, and it felt like a, a really good upgrade. Like. Yeah, all the encounters were really random, and I, I think I got lucky on, like, one stretch. I ran into, like, three of the bounty hunter things, so suddenly I had an extra $200 in my bank account, oh. so I could just stock up on flour and everything else I needed, whereas then other legs, it was just like, oh, I'm doing nothing, or, you know, oh, there's a cart. Do you want to look at it? No, I've, I've learned my lesson by getting bitten by a rattlesnake <laughs> once. Yeah, I didn't learn that. So I enjoyed that, like, I think if you play this long enough, you could really kind of master how to do it. Like, I think one of the achievements was, like, get all four people to to the valley and i'm like <laughs> right oh. i got one right <laughs> that was victory so um so yeah I, I i i really welcome this edition um if i if i have two pet peeves i sit on with it was that beginning was really overwhelming i thought the tutorial seemed like it went really fast and yeah, I covered the basics, but I feel like there was so much more to potentially explore. Mm-hmm. And it might have just been that it came too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing was, it, it felt really long. Like, I remember, I swear back when we were in grade school, 
Like, it was like an hour-long game at worst to get you from beginning to end, which probably most of the time died of you not fording a river or dysentery or snake bites. Whereas this one, I, I think it took me like three hours from beginning to end. Yeah, I I, I completely agree with what you say. Um, yeah, the tutorial was long. There were some things like even rearranging the cart mm-hmm. when stuff would fall off. Like the first time that happened, I missed it. So there were some mechanics that probably didn't get introduced uh as well as they could have. Like I said, it was clunky on other devices, mm-hmm. but like I said, good on the phone. Um, and yeah, like you said, it was long. I tried on purpose the second playthrough to like put it down and then come back to it. And like, it's not that it was hard to get caught back up, but it wasn't quite the same. It's kind of nice having that one flow, that one journey and sitting down for like two hours is kind of hard for like that mobile type game. So I definitely say it's a two play in my opinion, you know, no game is going to be perfect, but I think if you can just get past it and spend a little time, you'll really enjoy, especially if you've played it in the Mac lab. Yep. Absolutely. You talk about the inventory. How long did it take for you to realize you could like rotate the objects? Oh my god, I didn't realize oh. you could. I, I I realized that you could pull stuff off and rearrange it, and yeah. I never had to rotate. I never had to drop everything. I could always oh. Tetris my way into it. Dang, you're good at that. Right? Um, I got little kids. I need to be able to do that, right? <laughs> but uh, but I didn't know you could rotate. See, now, like, three things you've already told me. Like, I'm going to go have to go play it again. Yeah, eventually I just decided I need to push this button and decide what it what it would do. Because I, I assumed it would it would flip or rotate or something. And I thought it might just be, like, the, the long horizontal things, like the axles, that you could go up or down. And then all of a sudden everything is flipping. I'm like, I can turn this flower and make it flip with another flower. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that was nice. Especially when, like, the cart was breaking. And I'm like, I'm out of tools. <laughs> did you update your cart right away? I did not. Did yeah, you? Yeah, I did. I did, and I don't know if it made a difference, but I know, like, that's money I wish I would have had later. Yeah. Yeah, I stuck with the middle one, and uh, I think one of the saving graces for me was Hattie was so good at wayfinding that even when I had storms where I'd lose two of the oxen, I knew she'd go and find them for me and I'd be okay. Yeah. It was just a matter of time. Whereas when it was just uh, Billy at the end who had a skill of one wayfinding, I'm like, you're not going to find the oxen. <laughs> They're gone. I'm sorry. Hope you're living a good life. Hey, if you got one dude, you probably don't need four oxen. No, right? that's right. So, yeah. So he was eating good. He was walking slow. <laughs> right. Like, please just make it to the end. I made it with um, $0 to my name. Perfect. Because I I, uh, I paid the toll road. Um one of the the things I always remember with or um, Oregon Trail is is fording rivers. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get wiped out on any of the rivers? I did not. Ugh. I did not. I I did a good job of like talking to all the people. Oh yeah. And if you talk to enough of them, you could piece it together. And one of them kind of you kind of learn by talking to the people around like hey you don't have to go right away you can wait oh. so there was one time where i probably would have got wiped out just because like the conditions were so bad but it's like okay i'll just wait a day and then everything calmed down and i was able to get across and i happened to have enough money to like get across yep. yeah i got wiped once it was not fun <laughs> and it oh. was like fresh out of a fort where i'd stocked up on a bunch oh. of stuff so I, I lost i lost a lot dang not my oxen thank goodness but oh you would have found them oh right <laughs> down the river who knows but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah i lost a lot of goods that poor flower always drying out or finding weevils mm-hmm. so 
So one thing um, that really has me interested from what you said is like it's a long game. I wonder if this would be a fun kind of like couch co-op kind of game where if you get like two or four friends and everyone's like, this is me, I am this person. Oh, okay. Um, I see what you're saying. I think it might be hard because it's, you know, there's only so much that each person does, but someone to laugh at when it's like, who's going to get dysentery first? Right. Or like, why won't you give me the medicine? (laughs) Right? Yeah. I see you have it. Give me the medicine. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Nope, sorry. You're going to keep walking. I can't. Go full D&D and get into character as well. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, especially if you could, like, specifically pick all your characteristics. Yeah. The random makes it interesting, but if you could fully pick everything, that would be interesting. Yeah. So, I, I uh, you know, r- wrapping this up, I think you said it well. This is a, a good one to play um, and worth exploring. Even if just for the nostalgia, it might might be a good one. For sure. So, any final thoughts? Uh, no, I think you put it. I'd say, yeah, give it give it a shot. Um, don't be afraid to like mess around with it. And when you're on the trail, make sure you click on stuff and roll the dice once in a while, even if maybe a rattlesnake. <laughs> second game this week is Oceanhorn 2. Oceanhorn 2 has been out for a while with Apple Arcade and it's actually been ported to the Switch and it will probably come to other consoles as well, so not much of an exclusive anymore. But what it is, is it's a narrative JRPG, which really is just better called a Legend of Zelda clone in this case. Players take on the role of an unnamed mute knight, and uh, along with some friends, they work to restore some emblems and defeat the evil warlock. (laughs) I was super excited when you brought this game up. I've been totally into like the RPG type games right now, and I'm trying to like introduce some of those games to my son. Um, really, you know, that dungeon crawling, the adventure, like finding items, putting stuff together. Um, so I was really excited because I was like, okay, this is the second one. I haven't played the first one. I was hoping, A, that I didn't need to know the story, right? Um and I don't know, it just, like, offhand, it didn't really quite do it for me, you know? But there were a number of things that I really enjoyed in the game, too, where, like, I invest in time in it um, to kind of play around with this stuff, but I see what you mean by, like, it's a Legend of Zelda clone. Yeah, I, I started off with this game, I, I looked online to see, like, what's the average play time to get through it, and a lot of websites were saying 10 to 12 hours, I'm like okay, I can do this. Let's let's try to get through this game. So what did I do when we first started? I started exploring the whole area. <laughs> I'm like, I am so bad at following instructions. So I didn't make it through the whole game. Um, but I think that's partially because I learned how bad I am at these games again and how bad I am at them on my phone. Oh. <laughs> I was clicking buttons all over the place. I'd be trying to swing my sword to break, like, those sacks, and I would pick it up <laughs> constantly. <laughs> and it took me a while to figure out how to roll and how helpful that was. Like, like I died in the first island. I died in the village. I, I, was, I was not good at this game. <laughs> you die? How, how, how do you die in the village? <laughs> 
Well, the, when when uh, the 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 dark army came, oh, okay. I, I ran into a couple of those soldiers, thinking, "Oh, I got this. I need to learn how to fight anyway." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, sh- I should have learned how to fight. <laughs> Good for you for doing it on the phone. I tried, and I was like, "I can't. I could not. I could not get through this game on my phone." Um, thankfully, you showed me how to hook it up to my Apple TV with my. Uh, PS4 controller, uh, so much easier. The one thing I would say is I like games where you click the button and the camera snaps behind you. That was a struggle for me. Yeah, the lack of a lock on, other than when you had your shield, was really rough. Like I, I followed your suit. I, I, I hooked up a controller because I'm like, I'm just going to keep dying. I'm going to keep running off platforms. If I'm going to get through this in a reasonable amount of time, I need that controller. So mm-hmm. I'm with you. That that was that was a difference maker for me. So. I liked how it looked. That was one thing that definitely kept me engaged was, like, the environment was kind of neat. It kind of had that Fable feel. I'm not sure how much you've played Fable, but it kind of had that look and feel to it, which I really, like, am drawn to. The sailing was fun. Um, It just kind of like what we kind of mentioned with, like, the Oregon Trail, where, like, some things just weren't introduced well. Like, for me, there were a lot of mechanics that just didn't get introduced well. Like, to me, the wrist pistol thing was, like... Like, to me, I, like, I didn't get it. It seemed worthless. Like, you know, it was just kind of there. I think I hit the button by mistake. (laughs) You know? And, like, you'd shoot even, like, the little crab dudes and, like, the scrabbers and, like, nothing happened. Yeah. The shield, they did a good job because they gave you the shield and you immediately had to use it to do something. Yep. But I'd be exploring, like you said... And it's like, I find these bloodstones. I don't know what to do with there. I found the archaeologist dude, like, hidden. And I went into the portal realms. And it was like, okay, what do I do with this? Yeah. You know, it was just, it, I didn't know. I didn't get it. And it was just kind of, some of the story was kind of clunky. Um, but again, like, I really enjoyed the environment. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought the graphics were, were super good. Like, things felt very fluid. Like, no lag time. Um, I liked that the graphics were consistent from like cutscene to playtime. I, I always think some games are a little funny when they they switch because then characters look different mm-hmm. and there's just that extra load time. Um, one thing I sit with with games on these like is like the music as well. And this was just okay for me. Mm-hmm. Like it, it put me into the mood all right, but it felt very repetitive, very quick, and didn't really kind of hit home. Mm-hmm. So, kind of on that note, it's like the dialogue. And I can't feel, like first off, I understand that it's like a mute knight yep. kind of deal, but he kind of had there's like nothing to him. No, it just felt like there's nothing to him, and you know I enjoyed like the robot partner was kind of interesting, and you know I liked the idea of having the mechanism with the other people and yeah. like you know kind of giving them direction and doing stuff, but even that felt funny. Yeah, like I know I got up like after getting through the village. Like, there was one part where you had to, like, get through this door and you had to pull the switch that was on this, like, balcony. And it was just, like, it took me forever to get the people to do what I wanted to pull a switch. Yep. Oh, I mean, you think that's bad. I I think worse was whenever we were in combat together. I feel like they just stood there. They're like, why are you in the way? Right. Like, at least take a hit, right? Right. Human shield or robot shield? Yeah, Gen would have been way better than that. The enemies are supposed to attack one at a time, not the, you know, not the people on our team. Yeah, especially, like, if you give them instructions like, charge, attack, press, like, do something, and 
He's like, hey, I'm sitting here and like getting as a giant sword, and I'm like, just swing it. But you, could, you could drop it and make more damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh, I really wish that would have worked. So, um, how far did you end up making it through this? Like, based on your time, I got probably about six hours in. Okay. And it was, it, it, at that point, it was like, I, if you're not in it, I'm, I'm in. good. Yeah, kind of deal. I think there were some really nice mechanics that came later. So um, I made it through um, setting the second emblem. So I made it mm. through the underwater place. Right. And everyone loves the water temple. Um, right, yeah. Um, and I, I enjoyed, like, uh, the puzzles kind of stayed at a similar complexity level, but they kept on using a lot of things to make you kind of think about it. So you really had access to um, the different... Um, magic shooters the fire the eventually the ice and the the thunder um and i didn't realize how good when you went to the uru place you would get a grappling hook mm -hmm. and that was that was nice mm -hmm. especially when um they made you use it for one of the the bosses and you got to like grab and pull yourself to an enemy i'm like that changes so much for me because now i'm lined up with the enemy and i'm not swinging my sword to the right <laughs> of the enemy right yeah um well, and that's what I wanted more with some of the other weapons, where it's like they they introduce a new tool to you, yeah. make me use it right away to kind of get that understanding yeah. of it. Um, and even just like you mentioned, some of the later, like the lightning and fire and stuff like that, again, it's like, make it a little more relevant for me right now. Yeah. Or like set up scenarios where I have to use multiple in conjunction to like, like you said, like it can be a simple puzzle. But I want to use multiple tools to make it more interesting, not just use the one thing, get to here, use the one thing, get to here. Yeah. And I think I think they did a nice job keeping the difficulty level at a, like an accessible level. Like it, it felt like as you were moving through from place to place, like it, it was pretty easy of like, this is your next door to open, go find the key in the room to the right. Right. So like your puzzle was straightforward, generally speaking. Um, and so that was good. Um, one thing I did like with all the tools, I thought they did a nice job with the menu of changing things, mm -hmm. especially considering it's designed for mobile. Mm -hmm. It felt very quick to switch. Yeah, that radial menu type, yeah, I think that you can see so much so quickly. And like you said, you kind of, you naturally think of like a clock, Yeah. right? So it's like, okay, I know this is at four o'clock and you don't have to really think much about it versus like a grid or other stuff where it's like two down, three over. It's like, no, just go to here. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Um, for what it was, other than the camera, like the, like you said, like the slashing and the rolling and the other stuff, like I thought that was okay on the phone. But again, like if you have the option to play it on a controller, yep. do it. The experience is so much better. Yes, I, I agree. I did like that this game had voice acting. You know, we, we talked about the dialogue being, like, meh. But I always think for a phone game, when you can up the level with the voice acting, um, I think that added to the characters' personalities. And that was something else I enjoyed. Like, you didn't get that from the hero. Right. But, like, when we talked about Gen or Trin or Master... Um, Master... Master Mayfair. Mayfair, yeah. It's like Master Mayhew, Master... <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, I, I felt like I had a better understanding of those characters. And mm -hmm. so that little touch was important to me. The You mentioned the exploring before. Did you find yourself still doing that much exploring 
as you got deeper into the game? Yeah, I, I kept doing it. For some reason, I can't stop myself, and it's, <laughs> it's a terrible thing when I'm like, I'm just trying to see more of this game, not actually like more of the game. And it was so much worse when you got into like more of that open world when you're going from place to white to, to the white city, and I'm just like, there's so much to see, and I'm like, no, no, just stand target. Okay, maybe one cave. And then right. it's just like, stop it. <laughs> you and I approach RPGs very different. I'm very, like, here to here to here to here. Like, once in a while, I feel like, ooh, shiny. Like, <laughs> I'll go check it out. Um, but for the most part, I'm super story-driven. Unless I feel like it's going to get me that better weapon. Mm. And I'm the guy that, like, if I can, I'll be level 99 when I fight the first boss when you're supposed to be, like, level 6. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's funny. So, yeah, so that, that definitely changes it. Well, that also explains why we were relatively in the same spot, and I played a lot less than you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunate. So, um, one one other component that, that sticks out to me thinking of the radial menu, I liked how they handled healing in this game. Okay. I think so much of like at, yeah, comparing this to Legend of Zelda is the way that I do it. And it's like if you find an extra heart after you know, cutting up the grass in Zelda, it's worthless. Mm-hmm. You find a heart in this game, it goes to that healing spell, which can give you the hearts back. And I'm like, that's a really nice use instead of like a temporary shield or overfilling your hearts, it's like when you need this it's still there. It's still valuable for you to pick up. If it was medicine or something like that and you throw it in your pocket or you rotate your cart or whatever you're saying in the last game, <laughs> yeah. you find a place to put it, like, why would, you would have it. You would use it. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. I also like the stamina stuff they had. Yeah. I find it so silly in games where you can run forever, jump forever, all that stuff. I will say that I felt it was too small a lot of the time, especially when you had to do any type of swimming. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm like, this this kid needs to go back to like second level swimming. He's he's literally sailing a boat at the beginning of the game. You can't tell me this dude doesn't know how to swim. Apparently he really likes his life jacket. Yeah, yeah his floaties and yeah, all that yes. stuff. Um, but yeah, the so I, I like that. It feels a little more real. Like you can't just do whatever you want the whole time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's... You, you gotta be able to swim there. Yes, I, I fully agree. That that was also a bummer for me. Anytime I fell in water, I'm like, well, I'm dead. <laughs> Can I get anywhere? Anywhere close? <laughs> Please. Right. Um, I think I think for me, it's just too much of Zelda light overall that I wish there would have been something a little more innovative. But keeping in mind it's mobile first game, like, I get it. You go with what you know is going to work, and you produce a, a good enough game. I'm very curious how close the story is to the first one because kind of to what you said i want that story right away that kind of like i get a little more ownership to the character to make me want to like drive him yeah and again being that at the beginning of this game you see him as a baby mm-hmm. i'm guessing there's not much layover from the first one so i actually looked this up this okay. is actually a prequel it's set like a thousand years before Oceanhorn, the first one. So, oh. not having played the first one, like, yeah, I, I don't think matter. there's much that she didn't know. Okay. Yeah, I was fascinated by this because um, uh, Oceanhorn actually won um, a couple of awards, including the Indie Game of the Year on the uh, Apple App Store back in like 2013. So, I, oh. it makes me curious to see like how the first one compares to the second one. 
I also learned, and this is this is going to be a fun fact for you. Okay. Um, the, uh, um, the the people who made this, which is um, Corn and Brothers, um, they uh, made a recreation of the computer game Death Rally. Really? Oh <laughs> man! Wow that that throws us way back. That's like me and you getting up at six in the morning to play games before everyone else gets up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I, I just couldn't believe when I saw Death Rally. I'm like, is this the same Death Rally with those crazy cars? And oh, was it Duke who drove the red one? And then it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, Oregon Trail. And now this, like my nostalgia meter is off <laughs> the charts this week. Right. Yeah, I mean, I could see how like a game like this would win an award because like, it's very polished, especially for a mobile game. Yeah. And the controls for a mobile thing, they you know, it it did pretty good for a mobile game. Yeah. I put that strongly. But yeah, that's well, I'm glad you kinda of told me that because I was like, okay, maybe I'm just missing something here and I kinda of missed the lore. Um but yeah, it just I, I wanted something to grab me right away and yeah. I didn't get that. Yeah, we got we got the great visuals. Uh, partially driven, I think, by the lighting effects that they really put into that. Mm-hmm. That's what I really noticed as, as standout. But yeah, the story just not quite hitting home for us. Right. The water, even the water too. Like for a mobile app to have the water look that nice, I know people always water and hair seems to be the oh, things gosh. for graphics. And, yes. I mean, you'd know better than I do, but yeah. So I, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So would you would you pick this up again, or what's your recommendation? I will. <laughs> If you're in a real bind for an RPG, it's not necessarily a bad play, but if you're looking for something that feels at all like Zelda, in my opinion, I would say you can probably move on. If you're a big fan of the first one, I'm, you know, it's probably about the same, but um, I, I, I don't, I, I can't say for sure you gotta play it. I wouldn't necessarily say it was a waste of time, but it wasn't for me. Yeah. I feel obligated to finish it at this point because I assume I'm fairly close. Um, and I think for the visuals alone, it's worth it to pick up and see and explore and kind of have that understanding, especially knowing our story's not going to hook us in. You can uh, let me know how it ends. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I see if I can make it through whatever comes next. <laughs> Hopefully there's no more villages for you to die. Oh my gosh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I, I need to go back and find all those heart pieces, I think, to give myself a fighting chance. <laughs> there you go. That's good. That's good. All right, time to roll the randomizer to see what game we're going to toss in the token in for and get our first impression before playing a little longer next week. Yeah, I guess for the first episode, we should probably explain. So this segment... Uh, we're going to basically uh, play an instant react to a game that we're just randomly numbering um, and seeing what we get. And we'll play for five, ten minutes, talk through what our experience is, and then next week we'll take a longer look. So let's spin the wheel and see where we land. So currently my list has 172 games. And we are rolling and picking game 112, which is... Red Rain. Ooh. So let's go see what we got. Well, it says something ninja. Developed by Ninja Kiwi. Oh, here we go. Big armies, clever strategies. How can right? go wrong with this? Yeah. Secure your stronghold, prepare your army, and battle to victory in this fun, fast-paced, real-time strategy game for the makers of Bloons TD. Yeah, currently a 3.4 rating strategy multiplayer jimbo oh we might have to play against each other to figure this one out (laughs) (laughs) 
Are you jumping in playing? Are you I doing think, the... Let's just jump in the play and figure this out on the fly. Sounds good. Quick game? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Hey! Nice. We Now that we have no idea what we're doing, select hold to build a building. Yeah, I want to build that. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Oh, this is interesting. Need wood. Wood, wood. Farm some wood. Wait, select a hold. So I'm finding out if you hold the people in the bottom right, you can um, create them if you've built oh, the thing. Oh, okay. So apparently I'm the phase. I'm the orcs. Well, this, okay. So deploy the troops on the three paths. Oh, and I can speed up. Wood and mining if I click it? Dude, guys. <laughs> Where's it <they> going? <laughs> you sent them down a path, didn't I, you? I did, but aren't they supposed to like mine stuff? Oh, oh no, they're coming to attack. Oh, well then. Deal with my earth spirits. No! Don't kill my army. Uh, I don't think your army is the one suffering right now. Where's, where's your army at? I oh, there they are. Oh, I gotta keep on remembering to hold this thing. No! Oh my gosh, you sent more. I don't really know what I'm doing. I think we're just building people and trying to knock each other down. Oh, so this is kind of like a, like a mobile. Think of it like Warcraft, like Warcraft or Starcraft, basically, with... A little less control? Well, I get that, but it's almost like, um, huh. like you got the three paths and the one, you know. Yep. So I've seen if you, uh, uh, click oh, so on, oh crap. <laughs> so if, I, if you click on, like, your, your mine or your chopping wood, it goes a little quicker. Okay, that makes sense. Need gold? Come on, man. Ooh, nice. Pixies. Ooh. Come on, guys. Full, full send. More gold. More gold. Yeah, give me gold. I gotta buy some things. The hard part is it doesn't feel like you can really, like, comfortably go watch. No, because you're stuck on your base. Yeah. So if you click on the mini-map, you can definitely see things, but... I mean, the good news is, like, guy production, like, stays on your screen the whole time. True. Yeah, do some damage, people. Really, I don't know how to do this. Come on, people. Doesn't even look like I made it to you. Ooh, I can uphold my update my stronghold. Well, that's something I did. I like bought something. Did you have two types to start with right away? Uh, I was able to build the second building to get my gunslingers out. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because it. I didn't have like enough gold or whatever um, to do that. I'm also gonna let you in on a secret. I I took over something in the bottom right. Oh, I see. And so I'm getting extra wood. Got it. That makes sense. Another upgrade. I can make stronger people. That's nice. Yeah, it's definitely one of those where you gotta like learn. Yeah, there's the different there's types definitely and... a lot to pick up. <laughs> I like that they have, like, the kind of creative different types, right? Right. Ooh, now I have access to more more different people. 
How do I get like the? Oh, you got like. Oh, my stronghold! I'm now getting more gold and wood when I go through. Nice. Now I have access. Looks like I finally made someone to your base, or? Oh gosh, yes, you got a lot of people here. I yeah, am not ready you, for this. How did you get that base on the top? Because I was just trying to do that. So click through it when your people are close by. Oh. And you okay. should be able to take it over. Okay, that makes more sense. Get that gold. Get that gold. Come on, people, just keep the heat going. Right? Yeah, okay. And more Earth Spirits. I'm sure you're sending everyone to the one direction I'm not sending people. <laughs> I was just about to send them not bottom, and all of a sudden your bottom people lined up. I'm like, crap! <laughs> <laughs> no! Yeah, if you send anyone right now, I'm probably dead, so. More Earth Spirits. I'm letting my beasts carry me. Doo -doo. Oh, boy. Oh, you just sent yours north? Um, middle. Or middle. Yeah. <gasps> Can you bring them back? Nope. I don't think so. I think you're just kind of stuck. So I think it's a game of figuring out when is it a good time. Well, that's where it's kind of like that MOBA. Like I said, you got the three paths. Yeah, and you kind of have to make your choice. It's a little bit of like what's that tug of war type game we would play oh, with yeah. the bridge, the, the Nexus, the or Starcraft whatever. Nexus War. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I made it through. Oh, nice. Definitely not having the, uh, not figuring out that you could take the other bases. I think that definitely slowed my production down. I had so much extra gold because of it, so. Oh, that was kind of fun, though. This is going to be interesting to try. Yeah. I think it'll be fun for us to play a couple when together. I, when I saw the ninja thing, yeah, I'm going to have to probably do the training <laughs> and mess around with it, but I'm sure you'll smoke me again like you normally do in these type of games. But that, That's my goal, right? Yeah. So. All right, so that'll that'll do it for this week thanks for listening if you like what you're hearing leave us a review on itunes or podcast medium of your choice we'll be back on may 28th with our next set of games uh james what's our other game we'll be playing good question we're gonna play a game called the room two. Oh, okay i i think i've heard of the i saw something about the room yeah so similar idea great great puzzle solver so i think this will be a nice balance for us so um, do you have any suggestions for what games we should take a look at as we start this journey? You can send us a message on Instagram. We're at insert token to play or send us an email to play at insert token to play.com. And again, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. Mm -hmm.